0: amazing lucky thank you for having me on the show (laughs) i appreciate appreciate you brother.
1: give me a little introduction man for the people out there
0: yeah so i'm 22 years old from montreal canada i run a high ticket sales agency. what that is is we help entrepreneurs and influencers outsource their sales process that's Mm. pretty much the noun for me
1: (laughs) what is right why did the why does he take this uh, this this name?
0: Why did I pick uh, Stratton?
1: Like the whole thing, the whole entrepreneurship thing. Why, why? 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 do you do what you do? Let's talk about that.
0: Why do I really do what I do? So originally, I got and started with uh, art, and as much as I'm sure everyone knows, you know, the start artist is definitely a thing, mm-hmm. and I had to, I had to to the realization that it's not so much about just selling your art it's about creating the brand it's about having the capability of selling as well That plays a huge factor as your success you
1: mm-hmm. know if you look at
0: some of the greatest artists you know although they were very good at their craft they didn't have mm-hmm. the capability of branding themselves correctly as a result they don't make as much money as someone like Alec Monty, for instance mm-hmm. i'm not sure if you're aware of them but you know mm-hmm. someone who's made a, a good sell of money in the art space and definitely stands out from the rest of the artists. Um, mm-hmm. So I was identifying, you know, trying to see how I best could, could make money and make this lucrative for myself. Because obviously, you know, you want to live in abundance. You want to have everything at your disposal and not have things lacking in your, in your existence.
1: So mm-hmm. for me, it was
0: really about learning all the fundamentals to make it successful. And what I realized is art... Is just not as lucrative as as other things could be. So you know, Mm -hmm. I started to dive really into sales and you know how to sell art, and then that transitioned into creating art galleries. So I would Mm -hmm. pop up art galleries where I would be selling art. You know, I'd be selling my own art and I'd be selling other people's art, and then I'd also be selling the event as a whole. So I started to get into a little bit of sales like that, and and then I really transitioned when I started working for another agency. You know, i was looking to make a little bit of side money um, you know while i was doing my art venture and you know got into high ticket sales had no idea what high ticket sales was before I, I hopped into this agency and i you know i learned some, i learned some ins and outs of you know what it is and you know how we're selling products and services for entrepreneurs and businesses right. and you know it really i just me, it was something that i excelled at so you know the transition was really smooth going from art You know, something that was very solitude, you know, really just by yourself, which, yes, it caters to my personality. But it's not something that I necessarily wanted to do for hours and hours and hours in a day. Mm -hmm. You know, I definitely want to be talking to people. I want to be helping people as well. And I feel like Mm -hmm. art in itself is something that's very selfish. Um, So the transition was really smooth. I realized this is something more or less that I wanted to do. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I had a awakening. You know, the agency that I was working for, uh, just really, you know, practice unsavory business, business in general. And I didn't like what they were doing there. I didn't like what I was selling and I realized, you know, they're obviously not going to go to the level where I want to be. So why not do it for myself? And I think that's how the large majority of entrepreneurs, you know, start off and create successful businesses is, is realizing, okay, I don't want to do this for anyone else. Because I know I do it more efficiently. I know I could fix all these flaws and help people. So mm-hmm. I think that's how a lot of people start. And obviously, you know, money and, and the freedom obviously plays a huge role in that. But Perfect. you know, autonomy is definitely something that's really important to a lot of people. So I think that's what really got me into it.
1: Mm-hmm. That's cool. Let's stay on the on the art thing for a second. Like what's the what's the you have like a bigger vision with it? Like you're you're making your money from from a from sales team now, but like do you want to get into it like later on and do your thing with it or what's
0: that that? honestly I'm going to be completely real with you bro I I fucking hate art I I honestly I don't (laughs) enjoy like after all those hours of you know constant (laughs) by yourself you know creating art you realize it's 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 a lot of repetition it's a lot of you know boring methodical tasks that you have to do on a daily basis and I just find what I do right now is a lot more fulfilling. Not only does it make (laughs) me a lot more money, but it's also a lot more fulfilling. You know, I have my team that I, that I train on, you know, a daily basis. We train two times per day. That's like Mm. a family in itself where I get to communicate with them. And then throughout the day, I'm basically putting out fires and solving problems and, and helping people over the phone. You know, whether that be, you know, they're, they're buying a program today and they're, and they're going from okay, I had no direction and I'm going clubbing and I'm doing, you know, all the, all the things that are not going to prepare me for, for the life ahead of me. So whether that's a young individual, mm-hmm. you know, that's someone in their, you know, that spends the weekends drinking beers with, with the guys and watching football. Not that there's anything wrong with that when you want to relax, but you know, the, then they wonder why they're not where they want to be because they haven't taken the action to mm gain whatever financial independence necessary to to propel themselves forward. So to help people go from that mindset and make them come to the realization through obviously various techniques and actually, you know, basically walking them through the process of, okay, this is what you're doing now. This is everything that you could be doing better. Not that what you're doing right now is wrong, but has what you've been doing brought you to where you want to be. And that's the kind of, the conversation that we're having over the phone so whether they take action right now or they change their ways for the, down the line i know that every single time someone hops on the phone with me they're getting mm-hmm. a little bit better you know maybe it's incrementally but they they're that much better than they were when they didn't hop on the phone with me. so that's where you know i think the a fulfillment from for sure that's cool okay that's
1: that's yeah helping people it's, it's a bit thing so um tell me a little about the the agency man because what's the whole like the ID behind
0: it was. The, what's, the, what's it about? Tell, tell me about that. Yeah. So, like I said, you know, as soon as I hopped out of that agency, I had mm-hmm. I'd kind of you know decided to go off on my own. Um, and you know, I kind of built the thing from scratch. You know, I just came up with uh, with the name Stratton. Actually, I was watching Wolf Wall Street. Yeah, 30. it was like a really <laughs> it sounded like a really good name, but I'm like, well. I guess, I guess that's what I'm going to name my company. Uh, and, you know, it kind of stuck. And I also thought, you know, it would be, it would be funny, you know, when people say, like, "Did you name it After the Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah, I was like, shit. I because, it. you know, obviously, you have the stigma of, of back in the day where they were practicing unsavory business techniques. And I feel like I came from that. So mm-hmm. to adopt their name and change that name um, with my agency, I feel like, you know, we're, we're obviously doing something that's unique and different. And Mm -hmm. the reason why we've been propelling this business so quickly is because we focus on retention we focus on long-term with the customers, as much as we want to close someone immediately on the phone. We know Mm -hmm. that if you look at every single company, whether it be Louis Vuitton, Rolex, Lamborghini, you know, high-end luxury brands, that are selling high ticket items. They build that customer base and they, and they keep that client for life. And that's like,
1: what, what you do with the agency like you, you have a client and then what like what, what do you do for them
0: yeah so to give you the complete rundown of what high ticket sales is so for instance we have a client whether that mm-hmm. client reaches me or i reach out to them um you know we start working together they'll have a digital product so whether that be a right. service or a product um like for instance uh coaching or they want to get their product in with into a store or a chain of stores or something along that line, um, Mm. you know, we'll work side by side with them to help them either reach out to, you know, broker a deal with, with a chain of, you know, commercial retailers or what we'll do is we'll basically take all their warm leads that they've collected through a funnel or some Mm. sort of advertising campaign. And my reps will be trained on, you know, that in particular program on what the individual is selling and then we'll help, you know, those prospects to make a decision over the phone to take action. And usually those, those products usually range from anything over a thousand dollars to all the way up to right. like $100,000. Cool. Cool. So like, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. <laughs> it's like you, you find the leads too for the, for the people or it like, so I don't, I don't do any lead generation of any type, but all right. I'm sure as you know, in business, like a lot of, a lot of money is made through connecting dots. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's something for young entrepreneurs, like if you guys want to make a lot of money, you know, how you could provide value. And I know that a lot of your audience are, are younger individuals, you know, if instead of necessarily opening up a business right away on your, on your own, be someone of value and how you do that is connecting dots. Now, when mm-hmm. I mean connecting dots, what, what does that entail? That means if someone's running a digital marketing agency already, instead of you going through the labor of building out the entire digital marketing agency, reach out to people with that service. Obviously, you know, reach out to the digital marketing agency beforehand, set up some mm-hmm. sort of where you get a commission on the back end. Now you reach out to people who you could potentially think need this service, and you mm-hmm. connect a lot just simply by you know introducing them together in a DM chat. You know, on Instagram, Mm. and you know, kickbacks on that could range anywhere from you know five hundred dollars all the way up to ten thousand dollars, depending on what you sell that an individual on, and Mm. really just connecting dots. So whether that be for let's say a press release or you know various types of (laughs) copywriting, a whole bunch of things that you you're able to connect people on. So it's for young entrepreneurs how you add value and how you get your your name out there, especially with the heavy hitters is you provide them a service that they already need, or you help them mm. sell. Them. If you make someone money, they're going to remember your name. If someone makes me a hundred thousand dollars today, I'm obviously going to remember their name. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be like, Oh, this is just another individual in my DM. I'm going to prioritize that individual and we'll do business multiple times in the future. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, cool, cool. That's, that's how to add some real value. Um, I love it. that's yeah. big yeah.
1: Where, where did you learn your whole uh, your sales, sales game, how did you develop that let's talk about
0: that honestly I take a little bit from everyone so I kind of got some of my techniques as to you know I, I don't want to say copying but it, it is in a sense copying you know you're, you're, you're taking a little bit from everyone mm-hmm. and creating your own style so similar to what artists do you know obviously they'll take you know bits and pieces and aspects from certain artists and apply that to their own work well you're Mm -hmm. doing the exact same thing in the art of sales you're just taking bits and pieces from each and every individual so whether that be dan Locke, jordan belford brad lee ryan stewman um Mm -hmm. ziglar you know you're just taking bits and pieces from every single individual that is in that space. You're taking what works, what you think will work, and apply that to your own style.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you follow up, you you want to identify, okay, what aren't they doing? And you want to fill that gap. And that's that's where you're gonna get the broad scope of everything. And and then you just double down on that and you keep training and you keep role-playing and you keep working with your team. Right. Or, you know even people in your space to keep improving because that's that's where it comes in because obviously you could learn all these techniques but if you're not mm. applying, you're not practicing them on a daily basis well you're not going to improve you know you could watch as many fucking ufc fights as you want and <laughs> practice the techniques when you go in for a fight you're going to get knocked out right, right.
1: Them, <laughs> it's funny I I talk about it man. It's, it's cool. What's up? Yeah, man, bro. I got so many questions for you. Like the getting getting. All right, someone's listening. He's like, fuck. I need to I need to do something. I'll link the learning skills. What's the first step someone needs to needs to take
0: to to become a
1: master at this?
0: Yeah. So first step, obviously, you want to read books. You wanna you want to understand basic principles and mm-hmm. how you can do that. Like, don't go straight into a course. Don't go straight into like, I know it's counterintuitive for my business to tell mm-hmm. people not go straight into a course, but why spend $10,000, $20,000, $50,000 on a program where you're not at the level where that's going to, that's going to benefit you. Right, right. It's just, Big when you one. come, when you come to a person like me and we're on the phone and you've done no homework leading up to that, to that phone mm-hmm. call. and Now you want to purchase a $10,000 course. Well, I'm going to say no. Because I know you won't be successful in it because the the principles are, don't apply to you yet. So mm-hmm. what I say is is learn the fundamentals. I like to I like to correlate everything to some sort of martial arts because I also mm-hmm. did martial arts back in the day. <laughs> you have to learn how to throw a punch before you get into a fight. Mm-hmm. You have to learn the basics. You know you have to learn the jab. You got to learn the, yeah, you gotta learn the jab first, then the mm-hmm. overhand then the straight right, then the left hook, then you continue to learn the basics and then you apply them all together. Now, mm-hmm. that's, you gotta, you gotta cover the, the fundamentals similar to Michael Jordan doing chess passes at the beginning of every practice. He focuses on the basics. Now mm-hmm. uh, you want to learn, okay, how do I have a conversation with an individual? So some a great book to start off with that is like, you know, let's say how to win friends and influence people or never split the difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those two books, great to start out. But if you really want to dive into entrepreneurship and get your get the wheels rolling so that you you know exactly what you want to do, I would say rich dad, poor dad is probably one of the best. To just get the, big one. Get the yeah, of course. Get the understanding of what entrepreneurship is, you know, how to how to make sure that once you get money, you know how to save it and and invest that money into into income producing assets that are gonna sustain mm-hmm. you. Because one thing that I've noticed in the in the sales space is guys will make a shit ton of money, but then they go and spend it all. You know, they buy the nice car, they buy the uh, the luxury brands, they buy the watch. And in a lot of cases they haven't invested in enough assets to support that that style of living. Mm. And especially for the, the young the young bucks out there, you guys gotta understand that this is a marathon and not a sprint. Mm. You know, easy come, easy go, as the saying goes. As much as as much as you're gonna love, you know, flexing on all your friends and like, you know, showcasing your life on social media, it's gonna be mm. short lived. Mm-hmm. Because haven't invested the capital necessary to sustain that, that style right. of living. You know, I'm sure any one of us could go, you know, on some private aviation right now, 3000, 4000, $10,000. We can do it and we could flex for the gram. But at the end of the day, why not put that money into some sort of property? That's going to make you money in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And especially like, you know, all these different accounts like baller buster and people just getting, you know, caught on the regular, like the the day of, you know, posting some sort of private aviation or some Lamborghini or something like that. And then launching a course, those mm-hmm. days are done. Those days are done. <laughs> you do stuff like that. And even the sales teams that are, that are working aren't going to work with you. So not only do you have to be a killer salesman, but you have to be the biggest con artist of life. And, you know, obviously with the new regulations and stuff like that, there's no way that you'll get away with stuff like that now. Like I'm certain, you know, for the next five years, maybe, but after that, you know, those guys, those guys aren't going to have any sort of income. So Mm -hmm. what I would say, if you want to get started, learn the fundamentals, understand the business in general, and then, you know, I would say go work for someone. I would say go work for someone, learn the basics, look at their business model, look at the business that you want to be in, you want to go into. So if you want to be a, a salesman, go work for another agency, go work for a, a, you know, in retail. Learn the fundamentals, and then see what you could improve on, and then apply that to your own business two, three years down the line.
1: <laughs> when did it start working out for you, bro? Because you like you had this 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 idea, this this thing. It's obviously obviously working out. When is it? Is there some some? I'm not saying a secret, there's no secret, but is there some some point that clicked or something or something you did that that was like, shit, this is it. I should have known this earlier. Now I'm fucking, that's fucking working out.
0: I don't think, I don't think it's, it's one particular, one particular thing. I think it's a multitude of different factors that Mm -hmm. happen, you know, as, as you live life. Like, of course, everyone wants to become rich quick. Like everyone wants to be like, oh, there's the secret sauce or there's the, There's the secret, but there is no fucking secret. The secret is putting in consistent hard work on a daily basis and making sure that, you know, you're learning along the way so you can incorporate factors that are going to allow you to not make the mistakes that are going to, that are going to, I think it's, it's a multitude of factors that make you come to the realization that there's never going to be that quick fix. There's never going to be the secret formula. It's just hard work. And I think I think you know that as well, because sure. your your body is is uh, is an indication of your discipline. You're obviously a jacked young man. I see I see the <laughs> on the ground. That's that's an important part of seeing someone's discipline. Mm. You know, obviously everyone has different goals. You're a young guy. You want to get with the ladies. I fully understand. For it. Sure. For sure. Maybe maybe someone like 40 years old. That's not a priority priority to them. You know, they mm. have the have the kids it's not something that really is important to them for me <laughs> it's something that's very important because it it dictates my discipline my mental state mm-hmm. the condition of my body how lean i am how much i'm working out how well i feel in general that is that is an indication of where my mental state is at and that that applies to business you know mm-hmm. if you, consistently working out in the gym and you're overcoming hard, difficult obstacles, you're going to apply, you're going to be able to apply the same mindset to business. Right. And that's why I think a lot of athletes thrive when they come into the entrepreneur sector, because Mm. they have that, they have that advantage over, let's say someone who's necessarily just books. Now the the true, the true lethal combination is when you get someone who's incredibly intelligent and then they also have that discipline and work ethic. Now that's a lethal combination. That's when we're looking at someone like Mark Zuckerberg. That's when we're looking right. at someone, right. you know, the, these phenoms that just are able to, to create these massive companies at such young ages. So, mm-hmm. but I think for the the regular average individual, what what distinguishes them from from the pack and allows them to gain success is putting in that consistent work and overcoming difficult obstacles, whether that be in fitness or you know, in your business or even, you know, at your place of, of work, you know, overcoming those obstacles and climbing the ranks, Mm -hmm. uh, that's indicative of someone who's going to succeed in business. So I, to answer your question, I don't think there's any secret formula. I don't think there's anything that clicked for me. I just knew Mm -hmm. that it was a process. I knew that I was never going to get it quickly. And although I am still young, I wouldn't say I'm necessarily successful, you know, as, as everyone's pretty much aware of you know a million dollars is equivalent to you know a hundred thousand dollars a couple a couple years ago so mm. it, it has the same buying power um with that said you know obviously being someone who always wants to aim for more and always wants to achieve more mm. i don't know i really get to a level of success whether that be you know 500 million or even a billion dollars i don't think once I arrive at that destination, I'll ever consider myself successful because I'm always aiming for something higher. Pursuit of your potential, yeah, man. Exactly. I love that. Exactly. <laughs> like Matthew Conahan says it best: is he's always ch- chasing the the version of himself ten years from now. You know who he's going to mm-hmm. be, in. so he always has someone to chase. And I think that's an important lesson to learn um, for everyone. You know, young or old. You've never arrived at the destination. There is no necessary destination to arrive at. You know there is no mm-hmm. necessity for existence as a human being at all. You know, mm-hmm. we've kind of just been placed here, no one really knows what we're doing. But one thing that you can know for certain is, if I put exponential amounts of work into something, there will be a result. Whether that's mm-hmm. good or bad, who knows? But I'd rather spend my time here doing something that I deem as important and that I feel was a life well lived. So I think mm. that that's that's an important factor. That's good, man. Bro let me let me let me pee real quick. Like one second. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Give me more no stress second. bro. <laughs> this this is unbelievable. It's very good. <laughs> bro let's, I, 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 I should I, I talked about it on on the show before. Last time bro I was talking with some big guy I need to pee. I was like, I can't walk out of this conversation. I literally pissed myself during an interview. It's crazy. I'm not ever doing it again. It's
0: <laughs> fucked up. No, it's that weird. Obviously, you know, I've always wondered that, you know, with these like four hour podcasts. Like, <laughs> Bro, I, I did it like, twice. I twice, I just pissed
1: myself. I'm like, I can't walk out of this. It's just,
0: <laughs> my bad. I, I appreciate
1: you, brother. Let's uh, say let's, let's on that, what you just said, let's say on the, on the pursuing your potential uh, real quick. You're doing 75 already, right? Yes, doing Challenge. How's, how's that going for you? Let's talk about it because that's big.
0: So, so, this is my second go at it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I completed it earlier in the summer. You know, definitely saw tremendous amounts of improvement in, in my business. Mm-hmm. Obviously, my physical conditioning. You know, obviously, went into it a little bit chubbier than I would like to, came out of it <laughs> you know, easily in, in good shape. But one thing that you learn in 75 hard is that you're going to run into obstacles, you know, whether that be the weather outside or the the time limitations of, you know, your daily activities, but you Mm. always have to get the work done and there's no excuses. And I think what happens to a lot of people in life is that, you know, they, they make those excuses because they have all these limiting factors, but something like 75 heart is going to teach you. If you apply consistency and discipline to anything that you do, you couldn't accomplish it in in the 24 hours in a day. There's zero excuses. And I know a lot of people say no excuses, blah, 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 all these motivational (laughs) quotes, but you know, some of them do hold some ground, something like that, where for instance, I'll give you an example about a week ago. I had worn a little jacket and I was going out with my friends and I forgot to do my second workout of the day. And it was about, you know, minus 15 degrees Celsius Mm -hmm. um, over here, which is very, very cold. Very, very (laughs) cold. Like winter jacket is is a necessity. And I realized like, you know, I was going to have to default on the program if I didn't go outside and do this outdoor workout. Mm -hmm. And it was a like 10 o'clock at night and I had forgotten because I just had a busy day and you know the 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 boys had you know set up uh, a dinner for us and Mm. I was like you know I have to get this done gentlemen so I had I left my friends and I actually just started jogging in minus 15 degree weather and and it was a nightmare it was an absolute nightmare I was frostbitten I was I was extremely cold (laughs) I came to the realization throughout that is You know, there's going to be certain obstacles that you just are not in your control. Mm. And everything you learn in 75 Heart is directly applicable to business. You know, there's going to be certain obstacles. A client's going to leave you. Your top guy's going to leave you. Or, you know, you're going to get hit with a lawsuit or this or that. There's there's a multitude of of different issues that could arise in your business on a daily basis that you need to Mm. overcome in order to keep Mm. your business alive and keep your business profitable, and keep your business going, and those those lessons are directly learned in something like 75 Hardware. Where you yeah. come to the realization that things are not going to always be optimal. Things aren't mm-hmm. always going to be as you thought. The time won't always be right, but mm-hmm. as long as you take action and you get it done, you're going to be able to, to be better than you were yesterday.
1: Yeah. You're
0: going to get to, to push yourself that much more forward towards your goal. Mm-hmm. And I crazy. think where people get tied up is because they lose that discipline mm-hmm. and then they keep going backwards or they, they stay in the same spot because they make progress and then they lose discipline and they, and they arrive back at the same point. And, and they're, they're like, Oh, why is my business only making a million dollars per year? Why mm-hmm. is it only, why am I only, making, you know, $80,000 per year, $40,000 per year? Why am I not progressing? Because they're putting in a tremendous amount of work. But they don't have the consistency and the discipline necessary to propel themselves past that point that they're already at. They're putting that the That is correlated to how much they're paid.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a day in the air. Bro, it's so, it's so funny to like, when you talk, uh, talk about someone, when you talk with someone about 75R, you like know when they did it. So, some people are just full of shit, but you did. So that's fine. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, I'm not, of course. No, of course. I'm like, uh, bro, <laughs> last, time, last time I did it, I fucked up at day 31. That's fucked up. I forgot to take my progress picture. It's the biggest one. I forgot the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it killed me.
0: No, of course. I'm, um... right. <laughs> but but that's, that's, that's also something that, that also 75 Heart teaches you. Mm-hmm. Is that no, the details matter. The small things matter. Yeah. That progress picture, although you're like, oh, that wasn't as hard as the two workouts or the reading that I had mm-hmm. to do or yeah, the, the, diet, the diet plan I had to follow with a gallon of water that I had to drink as mm. uh, it's not as, as, as hard to accomplish mm. that mean, task, that little thing that you need to do. If you don't remember it and you don't make it as a priority, those things accumulate and mm. it's directly applicable to your business. If you let the little things accumulate, eventually they become a big thing.
1: Yeah. Cool. What's what's the biggest thing you miss? Like from, from uh, while doing the challenge, I, I love talking about it. It's like, Bro, it's all I think about. Like, I wake up, I go to sleep. I'm on day, I not what day am I don't, I'm on? 63 right now? Bro, it's, it's all I think about. It's crazy, But
0: <laughs> When I initially, when I initially started, I would say one of the big things for me was going out and partying. You know, I would, yeah. I would drink, I would have a drink with my friends. Yeah, same. And then I would have to restart. I'd have to mm-hmm. restart. And I feel like it, it's very difficult to go out and, and maintain you know social connections and stuff of that nature when you're doing something that's as selfish as 75 hard because mm-hmm. it, is, it is extremely selfish for you to have two workouts in a day, read, mm-hmm. drink a gallon of water, n- maintain a diet. A diet in itself is selfish because you're limiting to what you could eat. So that means social gatherings now become a difficult <laughs> thing. My parents hate me for it. I know. It's yeah. Like, you know, you go you go to your grandmother's or, you know, you go to a relative's or something like that, and they're like, well, what the hell? You can't eat anything. <laughs> Fortunately, my goals are a little bit more important than, than our social sort affection of <laughs> at this moment. And it, it's, it is rude. <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, that's why a lot of people don't propel themselves forward is because they're not willing to put others' opinions aside and others' others values and stuff of that nature aside mm. so that they could they could move forward. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's so funny. Yeah. But I would say the first time for me it was definitely alcohol also um the diet a little bit. Um mm. obviously, you know, being a boxer, an amateur boxer back in the day, I was able to dial in my diet pretty efficiently. But for some reason, I don't know, with everything going on, I I kind of needed some sort of um, you know escape I would say and I found mm-hmm. that in food so I had to yeah. restart like two three I think three times mm-hmm. with the, my first round of 75 hard so you're doing this is the second time you're doing it yeah it's the second time I do it why do you not do uh what's called phase one so, I, so in terms of you know uh, the actual traditional model I I just love 75 hard because of you know the extended period of time as to what you need to do mm. this. So I phase- took a little break. Like, bro, I took like three, you, three, four months off, and then mm. I had stuck another round of seventy-five hard. Well, when you're done and I'm
1: done, we should do phase one together. That's fun. We should do that. It's like the, oh, the follow-up from from any for bro. The cold shower thing is going to kill me from from that from this thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like that, you see also. Not that I don't do something like that, but <laughs> it's, just, it's just, I love 75 hard cause I'm accustomed to it. And I don't know if right. that's because I'm, I'm in the comfort zone and I need to even surpass that. But obviously, you know, 75 hard is going to give you everything you need to bring your, your business to the next level. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you know, I'm not, I'm not a professional athlete or anything of that nature. What mm-hmm. might mean? this needs to be on a daily basis is making sure I could run my business optimally. <laughs> uh, that, yeah, that's obviously the yeah. biggest factor. But for anyone who wants to obviously, you know, change their habits, change what they're doing currently, a great place to start is obviously with 75 hard. one you know, for that up with, with great books that are going to, you know, obviously get you to where you want to be, mm-hmm. whichever that is, whether that's, you know, opening up your own retail store or getting into e-commerce or getting into sales or copywriting, digital marketing, et cetera, et cetera, those goes mm-hmm. on. Getting the, the necessary books to educate yourself and then following that up with something like 75 hard, that's a great place to start for a young entrepreneur because that's going to give you the discipline necessary for you to, to become successful. It's mm-hmm. also going to give you the knowledge necessary. And then after, you know, you've gone through that cycle, you could start looking into getting into courses, getting into mentorships, going to events, stuff that's, that's going to make your knowledge be able to, to, to be utilized and applicable. So that way, when you have conversations with someone, you know, you have value to offer them. You have a service, mm. something to sell them on. Because at the end of the day, if you have a business and you're not making sales, you don't have a fucking business, you have a hobby. So Big there's no That's some good
1: advice. advice. Of
0: course. course. If there's no exchange of capital, you know, what are you doing? doing? (laughs) You're doing shit. You're You're wasting
1: That's what you're doing.
0: (laughs) That's it. So for a lot of these young entrepreneurs, people are getting into the space. It's it's very romantic right now. It seems like it's a lot of fun. You get to drive the Lambo, uh, laptop life. I work (laughs) seven fucking days a week, 365 days a year. I train with my team twice per day, and then I work from let's say seven o'clock in the morning or nine o'clock in the morning, all the way up to ten o'clock at night. So, but I
1: like I cannot imagine doing anything else than that because I like I love it. It's 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 awesome or something.
0: I don't, absolutely, you love it. You love it right now. You love it right now, and that's what a lot of entrepreneurs need to come to realize. But even
1: even though oh. if I don't love it, I like love the struggle. It's this uh, is what this whole seventy-five hard thing, bro. It's just fun to push yourself it's just it's
0: just so fun to to not be like i don't know you know you know exactly what i'm saying yeah i know exactly what you're saying brother but people differ from your personality there's there's some people Mm. love it when they begin you know it's it's very romantic you see people like gary v and andy frisella and all these people and Mm. you know ty lopez etc etc and they have a romantic view of what entrepreneurship is, you know, the Lamborghinis, the luxurious lifestyle, the laptop life, especially, you know, something that I really frown upon is like the gurus that, you know, every second picture is a Lamborghini picture and they're holding a laptop and they're posing with their Lamborghini. That is a false representation of what reality is. You know, there's Mm -hmm. a tremendous amount of work that needs to go into this on a daily basis. And I don't think I've taken a vacation in two three years i don't think that's ever been a thing <laughs> because i'm working on my business how could i go away from the business for <laughs> two weeks it's not a reality it's just unfortunately it's not a reality but and that's like,
1: what is it it's not unfortunate or do you like love it or like
0: you love okay. doing it right i i love what i do don't get me wrong but when you do it for an extended period of time of course you want time to relax and get away from the business. And I think that's what a a lot of young entrepreneurs need to realize is that you're just going to exhaust yourself with your your false representation of what entrepreneurship is and Mm -hmm. your romantic view of it. I think a lot of them are going to think that, okay, I could do this for 10 years Mm -hmm. and not stop and 24 seven hustling. That's not a reality. That's just not a reality. And I know some people think it may be, but it's, it's more important to work smart than hard in a lot of cases. As long as you have the discipline necessary to make sure that you're doing things on a daily basis to improve mm-hmm. yourself. And if you look at people like Andy Frisella, mm-hmm. I, I, love, I love his content. I think everything that he talks about is phenomenal. Definitely one of the entrepreneurs to look up to in the space is, you know, accomplish five daily tasks. Yeah. Five daily tasks is all you really need to accomplish. To, to propel your business forward. The mm. issue comes when you put 20, 30 tasks on there and you think, oh, I gotta do this all today, blah, blah, blah. And then yeah, you do that one day or maybe a week or maybe even a month, but after that you get exhausted and, and you burn out. Mm. And that romantic view becomes a very extremely negative view
1: mm.
0: because now you view entrepreneurship as something that is so much work and it's, it's all a scam, blah, 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 because you put in the time and the work necessary, the, the educated work necessary to reap <laughs> the of your labor. Yeah, it's fun.
1: Bro, I, 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 I click with you, man. It's funny. Bro, when I started dropshipping like two or three years ago, I did that shit for a while. At some point, I was like, I think all these gurus, Shopify just pays them. With all these kids, like like have have this, have it all hyped up and pay them every month. It's just a scam. That's what I started thinking at this point.
0: of course, <laughs> that kind of course, and entrepreneurs just fall into that trap. And I think <laughs> the discipline necessary and realizing that, like I said, you know, it is a marathon and mm-hmm. not a sprint is extremely important. You need, you need to come to the realization it's not about the luxury goods. It's about building something that's going to last,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
0: staying away from the get rich quick schemes and understanding, yeah. okay, if I'm going to build a, uh, an e-com business, do you think necessarily dropshipping is the best approach to go? Do you think that that's going to build customer loyalty if they get their package in a month?
1: When I, I was mean, 14,
0: at, I was like, shit, this is it. <laughs> look at the people dominating the marketplace like Amazon. What, what do people value the most when they purchase something, it comes to their house the very day that it's, that is purchased Mm. or the very next day. You know, that's how you build customer loyalty. That's how you build people that are going to value your brand. Mm. And when you, you know, obviously do something like drop shipping, you lose that credibility because now your, your package is only coming in a month from now. Mm. And uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's yeah. what I know. Now, but... Yeah. And I mean, I don't know a tremendous amount about the drop shipping or e-commerce space. I just know from the clients that I've had in the sector as to what they do mm. and see, you know, if you apply the correct principles and you build a brand behind it in any business and you you build a a loyal, a loyal customer base where you're Mm. over delivering on every, everything that you're doing. And then obviously branding yourself accordingly and putting a lot of money into your identity as a company. And then Mm. always putting the customer first and and the people who work with you and work for you first, you're going to create something that's going to last. And I think that's where people need to, to think a little bit more. You're better off taking that Lamborghini money and putting it back into your business so you could sustain the growth that you're mm-hmm. going to experience in the next couple, couple of years, rather than going on Instagram and flexing. Mm-hmm. Although yeah. being in sales, I fully understand perception is reality. Mm-hmm. If I put a picture with a Lamborghini or a Rolls Royce, that's going to bring a lot more business my way, of course. But you mm-hmm. know what's going to bring lot more business long term my way over delivering every single one of my clients yeah giving them the best service giving them the best client retention the best close rate being fucking ideal and perfect on communicating with them and their team and collecting Mm. all the data necessary that they need to opt optimize everything on their end Mm. that's going to create a phenomenal business for me now you those same principles apply in any other business. You know, if I put all that money that I make back into the business, if I put that into PR and press releases and, and advertising and brand identity and branding, that's, that's going to magnet. It's, it's going to 10 X itself down the line.
1: Yeah, love What are some other, like besides the, we're getting way of point. I love it.
0: <laughs> I love how you talk,
1: bro. It's just, you have something, and you got on top of it and on top of it. I love it. It's you're your fine, it's cool, man. What are some other uh, besides seventy five hour we're talking about seventy five hour besides that what are some other routines you uh, you have to
0: work for you honestly like t- to give you my daily routine some some sometimes I'm more disciplined than others you know obviously mm-hmm. kind of depends on the flow of the business mm-hmm. you know for for a while I was doing five am wakeups but you have mm-hmm. to you have to realize what your body is doing as well. I was, I was becoming less and less productive at work because I was getting Mm. more and more increasingly tired. You know, although my body was adapting, I tend to fall asleep a little bit later. So although I was waking up at 5am, I wasn't any more productive. I wasn't getting any, any more done because Mm. yeah, my day would finish earlier and I would complete all my tasks and then, okay, what, what am I doing now? So, so what I would say is, you know, you have to, you have to base your, your routine on yourself, you know, you can't look at other people's routines and and say that works for you. Something that's always worked for me, obviously, is is ensuring that I'm always engaging in some sort of physical activity and and going to the gym. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's where a lot of my mental strength comes from, mm-hmm. and I think it's extremely applicable to business. And then, obviously, with my background coming from amateur boxing, that definitely helps as well because that discipline is definitely there and you know, applying that to jogging in the morning or boxing in the morning or whatever it may be to get myself peak state as soon as I get up in the morning. That's what's most important. I want to get my my heart rate going. I want to get the blood flowing. Then I want to do something that's gonna propel me forward intellectually. You know, I want mm-hmm. to do something intellectually challenging because I've I've just done something that's physically challenging. I want to do something that's intellectually challenging. So I want to potentially read some sort of book, do some sort of course or something along those lines. And like in the early stages of the morning, then I want to have some sort of breakfast, always eating healthy foods, whether that be a large quantity of food or a small quantity of food, depending on your goals, you always want to keep, you know, whole foods, you know, good foods for you. I definitely try to lean a little bit towards, towards meats just because that's what I prefer. Um, but, I mean, if you're vegan, keto, th- it's irrelevant. As long as you're, you're eating good foods for you and you're, and you're maintaining a healthy lifestyle, I think that really helps. <laughs> it's fun, man. You're a shredded guy. What, uh, what do you do? What do you do for, uh, for fitness? Are you
1: asking me a question now?
0: Of course, of course, bro. I see I see you at that fresh Instagram picture that you just posted. I even commented on it. Man's looking jack. Oh, am sorry. Oh shit. I think, Yeah, man.
1: I, what what the, bro? I try to I try to bulk up, but it's a struggle. You know, you know what it is, bro. I don't know. Man.
0: Of course, of course, bro. It's uh, it's always going to be it's always going to be difficult. Like at the end of the day, you know, <laughs> I'm eating so much, it's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs>
1: i'm like fuck i like at this point i, I don't even enjoy eating anymore
0: but no well, yeah, of course, of it's, course. it's for the, it's for the greater good. <laughs> yeah of course it it's it extremely difficult i i find bulking is more hurtful to myself than than dieting is in my mm-hmm. opinion because it's it's so difficult you're eating so much amounts of food and you feel so uncomfortable all day long but at the end of the day, you know you are putting on that good amount of muscle. That's that's gonna make you feel confident in yourself, and that's important. That's extremely. It's, important. it's
1: eight p.m. now. Or I, I I still need to eat like two thousand calories. Da,
0: da, da. you see, I, I go I go from two opposite sides of the spectrum. Like I'll eat five thousand to like ten thousand calories during a mm. during a bowl. and then mm. I'll bring all the way down to like two thousand calories during a cut right. or like. I'll even bring it down to like 1,800, 1,600 on a cut. So I. How do you think, do like, that? I, like you, you adapt to it, right?
1: Like you, you adapt to 10,000 and you. That's crazy. Exactly.
0: Well, I also fluctuate in weight like extremely. Mm. Um, like like it's, it's quite intense. I'll go anywhere from like 230, 240, uh, all the way down to like 170, 180. So I definitely.
1: Um, bro, I hit the gym for the last. I think five months, I skipped maybe four times. I'm still at fucking 130, like 125, 135, something that it doesn't
0: change. You're still a young guy, trust me. You, have, uh, you still have a, a whole magnitude of growth that's going to be happening in, in your later stage. <laughs> of course. Well, I hope so, brother. I hope so. 100%. 100%. 100%. <laughs> putting in the work though, don't stop, and
1: you're obviously going to get to where you want to be. Love okay, it, man. Appreciate you for that. Let's uh, I'll go one more for you, man. Um, the the, the big plan, right? The big goal with everything. What's uh, where do you see yourself uh, going in the upcoming years?
0: Yeah, so next five year goal obviously, bring the, bring the agency up to nine, ten figures. Um, cool. per year after that, you know, obviously, everything revolves around the agency. I don't necessarily have any goals for my personal wealth or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I really want to bring this agency to, uh, you know, fortune 500 and then branch out from there, you know, similar to uh, awesome. what Elon Musk did. I, I just want to branch out from there. And, you know, once you have accumulated the capital necessary, you mm-hmm. could actually solve problems. And I think what really deep down stems inside of me is solving problems. And I mm-hmm. think, you know, having the capital necessary to do whatever kind of venture I want to embark on. I think that that won't be an issue once the capital
1: goes. That? Yeah, that's cool. What, what are some problems, some, some real problems you want to go with? Honestly, Elon Musk I'm, style. Let's talk about I'm,
0: that. I'm going towards sustainable energy sources. You know, cool. I haven't, I haven't really given any necessary thought to what I want to <laughs> do at the moment. I feel like those are, those are problems way later down the line. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I don't want to, boggle myself down with issues that I don't have the capability of solving right now. I want to, I want to tackle my business and the problems that are inside the business. Once that's at the point where I deem fit, you know, we've reached that fortune 500 goal company is, you know, multi-billion dollar company approaching, you know, ideally a trillion dollars. Um, You know, that's, that's where I'll feel comfortable. And then after that, you know, I'll, I'll tackle the problems necessary. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) I want to bring the company to to the point where I can, then obviously delegate all my tasks, start to exit out of the business as, you know, obviously a shareholder and Mm. a a director and and then, you know, go, go more towards, you know, solving different issues. For sure. Yeah, man.
1: I love talking about it. Like, talking about billions like it's nothing. I love it. That's cool. <laughs> love it, where, um, where can people find you, man? Uh, for the people yeah. interested.
0: You can find me on uh, Instagram at Ambro Monopoly. And mm-hmm. uh, that's pretty much it. Not really in, on any other uh, social platforms. Actually, you could follow me on TikTok, which I just oh, recently shit, got on. you're on
1: TikTok.
0: I just, <laughs> I just recently got on TikTok at the Sales King. Sales can well.
1: that's, that's a good uh, good name you got there. That's a, that's a high value name. You can sell it man. I think.
0: Cool. Uh, yeah. I, bro, I, I picked up a whole bunch of those names when I when I got <laughs> off I like, oh, I'm snagging all these all these names up. Like worse comes to worst. <laughs> like I just have a whole bunch of emails that are on this thing. Should, but, uh, <laughs> it's like
1: the, these Instagram I, names for go for like for like a thousand each or something, so it's funny. You got it, man. Love it, brother. That's uh, that's what I have for you, man. That's, uh, that's, I uh, you, brother. Appreciate you doing this, man.
0: Yeah, I appreciate. I appreciate you having me on, Lucky. It's always a pleasure to talk to a young entrepreneur like yourself. I'll, I'll definitely be looking out to see uh, the big things that you're doing in the future. Appreciate that, brother.
1: Well, uh, we'll stay in touch, man. Once, when, we're gonna, we're gonna do the phase one thing together, man. It will be, uh, will be fun.
0: Absolutely. Bro. <laughs> let me know. Let me know when you're done. We'll definitely we'll do phase one together. <laughs> and uh, well, we'll be doing some business in the future for
1: sure.